0: without a fight up to absurd bow and Clare and Shiraz the bolter it's without a fight 100 metres to go 2 or 3 lengths in front coming away from Shiraz and also Sulkham without a fight Mark Zara a Melbourne Cup champion but it's all Zardozi. Zardozzi coming clear from Ethel Glen and Zardozzi wins the Oaks for JMac. one won it by 2 lengths Imperatriz in front it's not is coming at her but it's Imperatriz she digs in she's in in front another start turn from a brilliant bear, Imperatrice from Butterstock, jays in secret, but she's fighting Pride of Jenny, she's still clear from Alligator Blood, and Mr. Brightblood, Pride of Jenny, this has been spectacular, and Pride of Jenny, won again, But of tissue, sprints away, 100 metres to go, two leaks in front of Zaki, and then Dewis, but it's a tissue, J-Mac again. G'day listeners and welcome to our Racing Previews Review Podcast. We are looking back on the Cup Carnival. We've decided, you know what, we didn't really take a good look at the Cup and the Oaks, so we're going to combine the last three days of the Carnival. My name is Ben Cluzzi, I'm your host and I'm joined by the wizard, the bot, Will Alfred. How you feeling, mate? I'm good, I'm
1: good. Cup, cup week was good. It's Just a reminder every year that this is the best Carnival in the world, I reckon, so um doesn't matter how much money you put on any of the races it still just stands up and it's the best betting meeting or quality i guess not probably not quality wise but it's just it's just awesome and, and it was great to be there for the four days so i really really enjoyed it
0: let's go back to the highlight and i'm not talking about the melbourne cup i'm talking about saturday night we were there at the osborne and it was basically racing celebrity heads it was uh one of the guys' birthdays, and it was basically a booth full of racing. Everyone, jockeys, <laughs> trainers, media. Um, how'd you enjoy it? Because it was one of the better nights that I've ever had. I reckon. Yeah, well, it wasn't bad, but um I don't know how I, end- I ended up in there. But
1: um, yeah, you know, I met Frankie tory which was pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't yeah. bother him for a photo, so probably get he probably was asked about for. 200 photos in that <laughs> night but I thought I better not bother him for one so anyway that, that was pretty cool that was probably
0: my highlight of my life probably <laughs> yeah it was awesome like there was a bit of there was a bit of anxiety for me on Sunday because I'm like gee I my liquid courage was Nico levels I think I wow. had my
1: mine was like mine was more than Nico levels I don't <laughs> I, I know what was going on
0: I, I think I had my arm around Mark Zara at one point telling him how much money he'd made me <laughs> I was telling J Mac how much a awesome. freak he was.
1: <laughs> oh we'll get to J Mac in a second on Fangirl, but anyway. Yeah. We were. <laughs> I didn't say um, about him on that.
0: But yeah, completely embarrassed myself, but who cares because uh, I have no regrets. <laughs> Let's really. go back to Tuesday. It was the Lexus Melbourne Cup, uh worth eight million dollars, over thirty two hundred metres, a handicap race without a fight. He became the first horse since ethereal in 2001 to complete the cups double went around with an sp of eight dollars might have been a bit longer on the fairbot. but Solcombe, unlucky in behind would have got close not sure if he would have won shiraz genuine two miler runs third ash Run, uh, rounds out the top four and ducky ducky and sweet junior runs fifth so as you can see in that top five there not all of them Would be classified as superstars But all of them do run the 3200 metres strongly One thing we can say about the winner He is a genuine freak Doesn't matter if it's a handicap Wait for age He's proven he could be the number one horse in Australia 2000 metres plus
1: Yeah, you'd have to say he probably is And this has outrated the Cox Plate Which is significant in itself, I think It was a strongly run race It was about 8 lengths fast for the class the 800 metres and they like they just poured it on the whole way. Really, it was a really strong two thirty-two hundred meter test, and and without a fight, just he improved again from the Caulfield Cup, which was awesome. So yeah, they've done really well with him. He was only third up, so he's he was kept fresh. So maybe maybe that's something that um trainers will be trying to do a little bit more, more often. I don't know if they're gonna have a think about maybe going to Japan or or Hong Kong or anything like that. I'd probably doubt it, but um yeah he he's as good as any horse sprinter mile staying horse we've got in australia so um yeah he's a really really cool horse and and he just keeps improving he's seven years old so unfortunately he's not gonna be oh no probably he's six and a half he's northern hemisphere but he's probably not gonna be at the peak of his powers for too much longer but he, but on last tuesday he was as good as he ever has been so uh, yeah, it was really cool, and he really like stretched away from them. Like it was, he was going away. It looked like Solcom was making ground. He was never going to win. It was all, it was all without a fight. And Shiraz has just probably been looking for this sort of trip forever. So he, he he came over as a French import and was well backed in a Bart Cummings. I want to say two years ago now, and right. um, he's just sort of he's just a sort of horse that'll pop up in in these sorts of races. Like he might win a Sydney Cup one day. He ran second in it last year or something like that. He just lives for these sorts of proper tests. And Ash Run was really good. It's just a testament to Kieran Maher and David Eustace and what they can do as trainers because this horse was off over a 1,000 days coming to this preparation. It was the sectionals horse first up and then it went to the Geelong Cup and was beaten a nose, unfortunately for me. And then he's turned up and run fourth in a strongly, very, very, very strongly run Melbourne Cup. So it's awesome. It, it really is. Very, very cool
0: what they've done with him. One thing I want to get your take on, um, we've seen a lot of fast run cups in the last sort of decade, and with almost all of these cup winners, they seem to get the same sort of run midfield on the fence. It just seems to be the most economical position in the run, and Mark Zara rode this horse a treat, obviously. Barrier 16 snicked straight into the fence, got him more forward than he probably used to being. And it just seems to be the position doing no work you're smothered up between runners and then at the 500 you start to pop off the fence and and get out i think we've seen very elegant do this we've seen without a fight do this i think protectionists almandon all very similar yeah gold trip all similar runs in the race
1: yeah i guess yeah i guess so that's uh i guess that that's where you want to be when it's a strongly run race you don't want to be doing too much at the front of the field and you don't want to be too far back so you're in the within the elastic band so you can sort of just ping off it so um guess yeah that's that's a spot to be regardless of what race is i think it's all it's all relative if you're midfield and getting a good run and a really strongly run race especially if it's a a staying race it's it's ideal i think to be in that sort
0: of spot yep what are we saying about without a fight um like where do you sort of rank him among the great horses in the last decade he's going to go next autumn probably going to go to an all-star mile Australian Oops. Cup Queen Elizabeth Tancred there's a good chance he starts favourite in, in all four oh, I don't maybe, know not the, maybe not the mile, mile but, maybe not but, the mile
1: yeah like he'll probably win a Tancred they'll probably run him in the Queen Elizabeth he's probably competitive in those sorts of races that'd be cool but um, yeah like I said he's sick so they'll want to probably squeeze as much out of him as they possibly can so yeah, he, he probably lines up to uh I think this is probably just a little bit better than uh Gold Trips last year, who didn't perform, unfortunately, on on Saturday, wasn't quite as good but um, as
0: yeah. Gold Trip.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Um But yeah, this this historically speaking, it's a it's a very good Melbourne Cup. Like it's I think it's a little bit better than last year's and it would have been just a little bit worse than very elegance, I think
0: so. And the favorite Vauban, yeah. obviously a little bit disappointing. There was multiple yard reports saying he was still a bit fat in the yard, and he's he's disappointed. Really, I know he was a big drifter, but he got out to six dollars. That was probably just the market correcting itself. Oh, um, I don't, yeah, I don't think
1: was the drift was I don't think the drift was anything untoward. It was just yeah, it's like he wasn't he wasn't going to start three dollars forty. It was always going to happen. But it's just a joke. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But they're just that's just. Plastics trying to take advantage of people, I guess. But um, uh, I don't know. Was there anything to come out of the stewards report? I didn't see. I wasn't sure.
0: Sorry, bad no, I, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, like people will say, like he didn't deserve to be favored and all that sort of stuff, and he's a hurdler. But he, the, he, this, this is one of the most efficient markets in the world. It's the Melbourne Cup. The I think Melbourne Cup is the most waged upon race in the world. Um, I, I think anyway, well, at least it was last year. I don't know what it was this year, but I uh, like the, the market knows it started at $6. It, it's a $6 chance, like it's
0: it's run poorly here, but the market's not stupid, so. Mm. And and uh, people got to realize, yeah. like you hear a lot of people say, oh, the favorite never wins a Melbourne Cup, the favorite never wins a Melbourne Cup. And, and that is fair enough. Like there hasn't been that many favorites in recent times that have won, but people have to realize a six dollar chance in a melbourne cup is a what a 17 chance of winning when you speak about market percentages mm. so yeah. yeah people just don't realize that sometimes
1: yeah I, I, it's a big field handicap like there's only one favorite in a field of 24 so yeah exactly yeah like it's it's uh yeah i don't know like it's, it's just like a history says things all these history says things just mean nothing to me like it's it's a different race every year and you I mean, you you bet how you you would in any other race. It's just a Melbourne Cup. Like it's there's 24 horses. They're all very very good. Obviously, to make the field, but it's it's still a. It's just you get you get paid the same as you would in a Bendigo Maiden. So,
0: yeah, no, agree 100. percent Anything else to say on the cup before we move on? Um, I don't know. It's
1: it's hard to really say anything about a Melbourne Cup because they're all just sort of. Uh,
0: End of the room was besides, besides some horses that might go to a zipping classic in a few weeks.
1: Oh yeah, what might do that? Maybe Ashron.
0: run. Declare won the race last year.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. how cool is Van de Declare? He's such oh, a cool absolutely. horse. Yeah, but he got he got the perfect run and um Yeah, that was a yeah, good Melbourne Cup. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Some As some guy sitting next I. to me some guy sitting next to me at the races, um, back the trifecta <laughs> turned really? like five five dollars into like
0: so how's this? I did a cup sweep. There was about seven of us boys and we all got three horses each. You can probably mm. guess what happened. One of my mates got the trifecta. <laughs> he got all three horses in his sweep. So just randomly picked out three horses, got those yeah. three. Did he put a trifecta on with those three? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And he was spewing. And um, he's seen like tickets of people who've had mystery trifectas with a dollar combination each way, that have won thousands upon thousands. Uh, anyway, it is what it is. Um, yeah, the last comment I just want to say on the winner is like not trumpeting, but I am just so glad. Like this, this horse was my best result of the week, and I'm just so glad we identified him early and and we were able to pick him. Like I backed him last year in the Melbourne Cup, and he went around eleven dollars. His wheels spun, and it was probably. You, know, you could argue either way if he stayed 3,200 metres or not or if it was just the wet weather, but he resumed over 1,800 metres in a modest race in Queensland. He reeled off the fastest last 200 metres of the entire day off a even to far, like a decent tempo. It wasn't like a walk And we just went bang, bang, um, cups double. And yeah, that is my one and only trumpet for the week, I, I, I feel. <laughs> I was very proud of it. Mm. yeah i would be too all right let's move on to thursday it was the oaks 2500 meters for the three-year-old fillies group one and zardozzi backing up out of the wakeful absolutely smashes them um, the market was with her she was uh, what i want to say off midfield in the run and Mac just picked them off one by one she's clearly the best horse and the best stayer in this race um, she genuinely stayed she was really really good she was only beaten 2.3 zardoza is obviously a much better horse but she's um she's a stayer that that can pick off a race next autumn for sure Baselina was good probably in the inferior ground on the inside uh, Amazonian Lass, Coco Sun serve cold are you know big margins coming in behind um, but the two gay waterhouse and Adrian bought horses I think you can say both didn't stay the 2500.
1: Yeah, they were both hundred percent, just too brilliant for the for the trip and and I'll just have to double check this. Uh, what was the pace? The pace was it wasn't it wasn't strong, but it was it was it was it was okay. Like they they've gone just a, a length length and a half slow to the eight hundred meters and uh, and the ones that the ones that were sort of in the finish really picked it up and but but Zardozzi's just like it. It's a big big. Last eight hundred meters and um, and last four hundred meters even better. So, Athol fled probably not unlucky to win, but um, had to come from a long way back and um, and run really well. It's probably it probably looks a bit like it. It's probably going to be running in a Melbourne Cup next year or or in those sorts of races. Zardozzi's a genuine sort of. I think she can keep improving. She's she's yeah. She's a she's like Kingman out of uh, I think it was like a. Dubawi Mare who's also Dalakani in there so it's like a genuine sort of European I mean, it's a typical horse you'd seen like a, an actual uh, an Epsom Oaks so your gut feel to, is a mile and a half is her best trip yeah yeah I'd say so she's she's improved again off, off the the wake which you'd probably um you would have thought she would just um just off fitness but um, but yeah it's, it's really cool to see like a, an actual horse bred for these sorts of trips and and like a really well bred filly and she smashed them like she completely smashed them she ran all over them and um she'll be really exciting to see in in the the autumn and the spring next year because she she'll be set for the big races she's not trained by chris waller so she won't be running in the doncaster
0: next year which is (laughs) awesome she'll be going to the 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 atc oaks obviously and she'll you know if she holds her form yeah she'll be holding to beat yeah,
1: you'd think so. This, this is a good Oaks, I think. So, um, and there's big margins throughout the field, and yeah, it was it was a great ride. It was a great ride. Just
0: to, the way he did it was was perfect. Speaking of fitness, um, shout out to Omni Trader on Twitter. Um, so he just wanted to highlight the fact that horses backing up out of Derby uh, slash Cup Day into Oaks slash Stakes Day, eleven runners. Five winners, including two Group Ones, um, three placings. I think that should be three Group Ones. That should be three Group Ones. Uh, three placings: one Quinella, Pride of Jenny, Deny Knowledge, A Tissue, uh, Najim Sahail Foxy Frida, and this horse, Zardosy. So the backup for the mares, especially the mares, proved a very profitable uh, item over the Cup Carnival. Yeah, especially if you back Pride of Jenny. <laughs> yeah absolutely anything else mm. to say about the oaks before we move on to stakes day or champions day no nah, it's i
1: think it's a want to. i want to say it's a one horse race really like the fled might just float around in a couple staying races as an older horse maybe she run well in an oaks next year but as our dozy there's like there's a real quality about her and she'll she'll be racing in the best races and she'll fit in there so it's a she's a good oaks winner and um and the splits say like she's she yeah she's she was she,
0: she, she deserved to be there. Yep, absolutely. Um, and deny knowledge is another one actually that was backing up out of the Empire Rose and one to Matriarch. But we'll get to some of those other oh, mares in just a just quickly.
1: Sorry, is um is Tropical Squall going to a? Is, is she done? I
0: think so. Mm.
1: What's the race? She, oh, <laughs> like half half interested in like if she went to the thousand guineas, everyone think like she's gone. But
0: no, I don't think, like I don't, half, half interested to it. me. No, okay. Cool. Yep. All right, let's move on to Champions Day. Um, the rail went out to the eight meter position. Uh, we start in race six. It was the Dali Champion Sprint, 1,200 meters, $3 million, obviously. And the big question was is Imperatrice genuinely the best sprinter in Australia, or has she just been beating up on the B graders? I think she answered the calling here. Uh, the ride by Opie Boston was outstanding to jump out positive, find the best lane towards the outside grandstand side. Um, she sat in behind what was a, a, a decent tempo, like genuine group on tempo. Not not fast, but definitely not slow by any means. Buenos Noches screeches home into second. Good run. In secret was probably just a little bit off her best, but had a little bit of a checkered passage as well. And then you got Espiona and Balanipatina who flash home from well back. But Imperatures, she's uh, proven a, a very, very adaptable horse this preparation. Now she's done it down the straight. She's a Absolute river.
1: Yeah, the um, I'll just talk about the the straight. So the straight played a little bit slower than the the circle. It was due to the the southerly wind. So um, the wind definitely affected the the straight races and, and therefore played a little bit slower. Anyway, uh, yeah, that there was a weird race the um the champion sprint because the the leaders because because I think that it's funny wind wind is a I think wind is only really super relevant when the jockeys start playing to it, and this is a perfect example of it because the leaders went about five lengths fast versus the class, the eight hundred meters. But um, a horse like Balanipatina was three lengths slow. So there's there's a, a lot of a lot of horses just along, like way too far back, mm. and and I don't want to say that they were suited by that because. Belinda Patina and Espiona were screeching home, but um, they did no work early, and, um, and and the horses that were at the front were front page Star Patrol, Asphora as well. They all fell out the back of the screen, and they were well beaten. So, and and so Imperatrice to
0: Imperatriz's win yeah, even more, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it does. But still, she's. Like she's not she's not like run a new peak figure she's she's gone no, ban, she's, down the form it. slightly, yeah, like she's beaten us uh buenos Notches by her far half a length, so um yeah, buenos noche's had a perfect run was had cover from the wind coming across them and ducked in on the inside and 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 almost got there but but yeah she, she's she's like very clearly she's the best horse in this race in circuit didn't probably run to her quite to her best, but I think and I think Imperatrice had like a perfect, perfect run. She was a little bit weak late, so I'm half convinced she's even probably it's hard hard to say that she's better at twelve hundred metres, even though it would make sense that she is, but her numbers at a thousand metres are I think I think she's sort of been she cut I would have loved her I know she was soft on the line and she belted them, but she wasn't massive through the line in the manicato and and again here she was pretty soft late so there's probably a case to be made she's better at a thousand or maybe that's just the way she's been campaigned this preparation so mm, it's interesting um yeah like she's she's a horse that's been at her best over a mile uh, at one point in her career her best rating was over a mile so she's an adaptable horse anyway it probably just depends on which way, whichever way they they train
0: her I guess so well, I think um, I think now though you you slam the door shut on 1400 meters plus with her she's a sprinter uh, and they can yeah, win so much money yeah. with her they can go to the lightning stakes they can win another William Reed they can go to Perth and win a Quacker if they want to and then they can go to Royal Ascot there are just so many options for it it will mm. be interesting to see if they do go to Royal Ascot will they go to the a 1000 metres or will they go to the, the Platinum Jubilee or the Diamond Jubilee whatever whatever they call it right now over 12 or will they do both I don't know probably both I guess I don't know
1: bonus was good it would be interesting in a rupert clark but they're not going either
0: i don't think they're going
1: mm. very sad yeah that's annoying it yeah, would have been cool would have been good to see him mm. yeah um my computer shits off um
0: the ride by craig williams i thought was so interesting because he's drawn barrier one and he's immediately snicked balani back to last just to try and find I'm guessing one cover from the win and two the outside lanes.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, it, they, they just think about it too much. Like, it, it's probably probably half worked because it's been... She's stormed home and she's run into what, fourth or fifth, but, like, you just, he's given away too much at the start to make her, her a winning chance. So, yeah. he's stormed home, but, like, he could have finished third if he just punched up and faced the breeze. I, I don't know, like... I think I think winds like they, they they think about it too much and and it like it's only you only need to think about it as a punner when when the jockeys are playing to it too much I think unless it's like ridiculous like it's like forty thirty kilometer headwind in the straight or whatever like then then you can think about it but like yeah this this is a like almost a oh, yeah better example is the next race but um yeah we'll get to that.
0: What I found really interesting with this race was just some of the sectionals. Um, Buenos Noches has run the fastest six to four of the meeting. Then Bella Nipitina has run the fastest four to the two. And then Buenos Noches again has run the fastest two to the post. So mm. there's definitely some really big runs in behind. And um, given they were reeling off the fastest sectionals of the day and you've said the straights played slower and they've gone a genuine tempo here. Um, yeah, these are these the best yeah, ones but going it, around. That, that's that.
1: what makes it weird though, because like the front half of the race has gone fast, and the and the ones at the back have gone slow because there's that much like yeah, much of a margin races, spread. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's pretty much two different races because there's there's so much of a margin spread between first and last in run.
0: Yeah, fair enough. All right, move on to the mile. Yeah. Alright, you and I watched this in the hill stand, and I think I had my hand, You're on my head. knees. Yeah, I was I was literally <laughs> on my knees. I had my head in my hands um because after 100 meters we knew our fate with fangirl she was sneaked back to last given none Pride to jenny has gone fast out in front and all credit to her she's traveled 15 lengths above the all average benchmark which is slightly slower than she did in the empire rose but she's kept kicking again it's been an awesome performance she's beat mr brightside so honest again alligator blood was a little bit off his best and, and fangirl has you know she's come home well but she was just never, ever in the race. Yeah. How,
1: how, so how many, how many group ones do you reckon are between Craig Williams, Tim Clark, James McDonald, Damon Oliver, John Allen and Blake Sheen? How many, how many group ones do you reckon are between them? Roughly like probably... Four four hundred. Something three like
0: that. And Declan Bates has ran... How many has he got? Two, three now?
1: Three now. He's, he won it on Be Good to Your Mother the room yeah, of and now
0: two on prior so, journey and he absolutely pulled their pants down
1: <laughs> oh it like I don't want to say anything too bad but I think James McDonald ride on Fangirl is probably one of the worst rides I've ever seen in my life to be honest and I'm not even saying that because I backed it because I did but
0: hmm. no so, so did I oh
1: and and sa- same as some of the other ones like it, like they were running in a single file line like guys I like it's like they think having cover is more important than conceding 15 lengths like it, it just it like it's just doesn't make any sense like it I don't know I I don't know if they're like scared of what they'll cop on Twitter if they or from maybe the trainers or but just for being wide I don't, I don't know if that's a thing but like going into a headwind and it was a tailwind going into the straight so it just doesn't make
0: that's probably one thing we haven't really talked about <laughs> yeah the way the track played on both Saturdays Was leaders' advantage because they were Mm. the they were getting a big tailwind from the five six hundred and leaders were able to just keep kicking on, which wasn't the case on the on the Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, but yeah, that's Prada Jenny's just got her perfect conditions. Not taking anything away from her, but she's just got her perfect conditions. She's got this loose lead, no pressure on her, even though she is going out fast. And um, yeah, this this race was over at the probably the four hundred. Yeah, she, she's still
1: like I don't want to take any credit away from her. she's still run a big peak rating, and mm, she's yeah. and you still have like she didn't fall in a hole. She didn't probably go as fast as she did in the um, in the Empire Rose, so that was maybe why. But even still, she's she's run as well as she ever has, and and whether that's up to pace, I don't I don't think so. Um, or oh, the the hundred percent the, the the result of Pride of Jenny beating these horses is a result of pace, but um, I don't think she's been completely gifted. She's still she still run extremely well, but um, mm. yeah, some of the rides here are just it's a joke, really, because you the 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 single file lines like it's it's you're allowed to sit too wide. Like, what are you giving up? Like a length to <laughs> give up fifteen, mm. and then the and then and then like so pride of Jenny's gone. Uh, only 3.2 lengths fast to the 800 meters and fangirl's gone 6.8 lengths slow to the 800 meters and that was while she was making a making a move because it was 15 lengths back and then there's a 16 uh, sorry a six length squeeze between the eight and the four and and pride of jenny's just sort of maintained it and then she's just fallen in the whole last 400 meters and but that the, regardless it's still it's still enough to hold on because all the rest of the horses have realised oh shit I'm fifteen lengths back, I've got to reel the leader in. Mm. And they've died in their run because they've made all their they've made a big move between the eight and the four and and they couldn't just they couldn't they still couldn't do it. But um the market you- loved Fangirl like they kinda of oh, yeah. thought they would, but um it was a weird betting race because the it was a big move for Brightside throughout the week. And then he softened, and there was a massive go for Fangirl real late when the. the big it's interesting that how
0: how how thick and fast the money came in for Fangirl, given the way, the track was playing, and most of us did have Fangirl mapped in the back half. We didn't think she'd mm-hmm. be, you know, what she spotting. She's spotting the leader. The 10, Ten links 10, Yeah, the a six hundred.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it it makes my brain hurt. It honestly does, and um, I, I guess the people betting on her didn't. Envisage her being—I—they I, I probably didn't imagine running in a single-file line being 15 lengths back at the thousand. So you know, just yeah. Like, yeah. Um, she could have. She could have sat outside the lead and, and won by 15 lengths, but <laughs> that's an
0: um, exaggeration. But the the impressive uh, part, or one of the impressive parts, just looking at the data from Pride of Jenny is the fact that she's gone from running the seventh fastest six to the four and four to the two of the race to running the third fastest two to the post so even yeah, though she's cause... falling in a hole late like she still ripped their hearts out and others for having travelled slower in the run are still tiring at a you know a higher rate of knots than her
1: well she's she's just run it evenly that's the thing like the finishing um, the um, finishing speed percentage proud of Jenny. so it's 90, 99.6% so it's
0: do you, do you want to just explain that for those who don't oh,
1: know? I, I don't know. So like the way, so the, to get the, it, to, to get it to hundred, percent. So to run it completely evenly. So Prada Jenny's run this race extremely evenly. Yeah. It, but essentially.
0: So it's just basically she's run it really efficiently. Yes. Yes. Pretty, pretty much.
1: And um, yeah. And, and so, so, and then, so she's just maintained the same speed Pretty much, or an even speed anyway, run the race efficiently, and and for example, Fangirl who's gone really, really slow and then had to make a massive move between the eight and the four, like it's it's much easier to run a consistent uh, six over six hundred meters than running the first eight hundred meters of a race very slowly and then sprinting for eight hundred meters. It just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, the big mid race squeeze, you're always going to peak on the run light.
1: Yeah, and and she was still she was still the fastest last four hundred of the race, but that doesn't matter because she was still <sighs> she was still that far off
0: him. So it's just it's um it didn't matter. So yep. but yeah. But what are you saying about some of these horses? Like at the end of the day, they still have been beaten by Prior to Jenny. Like they've ran second, third, and fifth. I want to say fifth or sixth in a Cox mm. Plate. Have they underperformed a little bit?
1: Well, that's that's what I'm half scared of because I I don't. I hope that trainers don't start thinking that um the reason these horses have underperformed and were beaten by pride of jenny is because well they've run in their grand final so they can't they just can't back it up like the reason that's not the reason they've run poorly it's because of pace and they've been given too much to do and it's it was literally impossible what they asked fangirl to do um and try in the race so like yeah um so Alligator Blood has raced poorly he, he was really bad for him but the fact that he still finished in front of Fangirl was is just mental um for the way he he performed and Mr. Brightside um if he sat outside Alligator Blood he probably almost wins the race I think so Craig Williams cover, um, slotting to, for cover um behind Alligator Blood and um I think it was Victoria Road um I think his cost in the race he should have just sat outside and um it's just like it's like any other normal race. Why would you not just sit outside? It, why would you try and get cover? I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, but you know, that's what happened. And, and pride of Jenny's a two-time group run winner, and she probably won't ever get anywhere near this number again. But I, I don't. I don't want to take anything away from her because it was a a great run, and and she's and like she, she's it's it's pace related, but she's still done it. So she'll yep. probably never win, win another race but she probably doesn't
0: need to <laughs> whack <laughs> all right is that it now a quick shout out to um the tassie boys al smith liam smith with the inevitable he's run a a pretty good race as well been beaten three and a half but um he'll find a nice race in the autumn i would have thought he'd be able to get back in the winners enclosure back in grade maybe a whole, maybe a race like a, a blamey yeah all right, let's move on to the Champion Stakes Group One, two thousand meters. Wait for age, and yet again, another horse backing up. A tissue was just about the run of the carnival in the Empire Rose, screeching home. I think she spotted Pride of Jenny seventeen lengths in the run, and when Pride of Jenny got the chocolates in the mile, um, it boded really well for her. I think the market took took a set against because obviously leaders were advantaged, and she was always going to be back in the run. She came from eighth and she put pay to him. Um, she did this last year, backing up in the in the Matriarch, but this was obviously a, a much better race, um, and she's done the exact same again. Jules has run well. Young Werther, I backed at a big price, 70 to 1. He was a bit unlucky. I, th- I thought he should have got second at least for sure. Probably should have finished a length off a tissue. Zaki, he was... Well, his chances were over as soon as uh, West Wind Blows missed the start and then went really fast in front, and he actually got in his way a little bit as well. So that was interesting to watch. Pre-OS was decent, but she probably just ran up to her number. What do you think of the race, mate?
1: Mm, it's a tricky one because I don't even think the ride on West Wind Blows is as bad as what people are saying it is. I think it was just um, like it was a – I thought it was – extremely similar to what happened in the Turnbull the horse just raced well in the Turnbull it just didn't here so um, I think they went a lot faster than what they did in the Turnbull and than what they did here and yeah he's just gone poorly and I think was that bad of a ride it's just circumstance but the pace really went on in the middle stages and that was I guess because uh, he did a lot of work yeah he did but it was like it was I think they went they went way faster in the the
0: turnbull and it was a similar sort of scenario, but um, mm. he was coming back from twenty four hundred meters of really, yeah uh, hard run in the um Caulfield cup. Do mm. you reckon this missing the start is anything to do with the jockey or is it all horse?
1: I don't know, maybe <laughs> could be, he, but he's done at every start and that's what I sort of thought would happen. So that's why that's why I hated him because he 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 was drawn inside from an inside barrier. So I, he, he didn't actually get caught in between runners. He he uh, cuz I I had in the run I I missed it and I had no idea how I ended up in front because he was he missed the start and he and he was drawn too. anyway. So yeah, the, the pace really went on between the sort of the 1000 and the this the 400 really and um I think a tissue head was blessed in run like it was the spot to be and and while the ride with buckaroo was was uh showed initiative he he tried to make a move when the the pace was hottest and he fell in a hole late so i think buckaroo if he was given a more efficient ride probably runs second here and um but i think tissue still wins so it's doesn't matter
0: Anyway, I I'm reckon speaking through my Young Werther would, I'm speaking through my pocket as well but I reckon Young Werther he was held up a little bit at the 300 then again at the 200 I reckon he would have ran second mm, yeah um, maybe there is a horse we can follow here like we will touch on the winner a little bit more Um tall? yes because mm. uh, there were two roughies that I backed one of them was Young Werther who's run third and I haven't had a cent on the place at $9 so that was a bit sickening the other one has, was Hueto. This horse has got into an unwinnable position, but he's run the fastest last 200 metres of the race. He's gone around at 60 to 1 here, and he was only, what was he, second, third up?
1: Mm, I was trying to back him on Betfair, but he was about 180s into,
0: like, 80s late, so I, yeah. <laughs> I wanted, like, 180s and didn't get fair. He was only third up here, so I feel like... He is one of the horses to follow out of this whole meeting because he might go to a much easier race next start at 2,000 metres. We might get 6 $7 in an easier race. Well, he'll he go to the Sander
1: zipping or the other one, the Sandown race. Yeah, well, ones. I, I
0: cool. reckon we'll get a better price than you think on open and he looks an outstanding bet. Yeah, he's one of those ones.
1: It'll last half a second, but it'll be there. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: I'll be refreshing my tab.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he was good. So was Montefilia, but she just won an unwinnable spot as well. So hopefully they go to like a Ballarat Cup and win, win, just win. <laughs> they won't. Yeah, should be out for a um, spot.
0: Did we underrate a tissue a bit? Because her run was so good in the Empire Rose. I was on her. I thought it was the best six-dollar losing bet I've ever had. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't followed up here, and um. Yeah, maybe, maybe this whole field just wasn't as good as we thought they were in comparison to what she has done. I think she's had four starts over 2,000 metres now. She's three out of four.
1: Yeah, she, her best, her best, clearly her best ratings have been over 2,000 metres. So maybe that's something we sh- I guess I should have thought about, but I, I didn't think she was up to these, to be honest. But um, she clearly was, and she ran really well. And she yep. bolted them, bolted him. But it was a great ride after. So J Max won, um, given a perfect, perfect ride after giving one of the worst rides of his career. So, you know. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, just looking back at her tissue, she won. She, so, she's won over 2,000 metres in New Zealand. Mm. Then she went and won the Matriarch at 2000. Then she ran second in the Ballarat Cup when Banker's Choice got her mm-hmm. a heavy eight track. Mm. And then she didn't uh, finish the Dumoulin Cup. I think she. Was she start. She went, yeah she, yeah, she was happened. doing
1: that for a while she was missing start all yeah as
0: well. she went off the track for a little bit as mayors do typical mm. and um now she's won a champion stakes over 2000 so Walla, you found the key to her keep her at 2000 meters run her an australian cup and who knows maybe she can win it
1: mm, she probably can she'll be in the conversation i don't think she'll be going to a ballarat cup this year Nah. <laughs> spell maybe right, maybe any? maybe a, a one of the sandown races again. I don't know.
0: I reckon she'll go paddock now, but probably we'll, we'll soon find out. Mm. Um, what else? I, I thought Mura Marcel was a really good win out of the Queen Elizabeth. Um, obviously, coming out of the Kunji, it's put two and a half lengths on him and dominant win. He's yeah, a he... very exciting stayer, and he's got Japanese bloodlines by Deep Impact. Yeah, oh,
1: he's Japanese bloodlines and out of my Sword. By, who's by high rather than one what couple group ones I and owned, so. owned by a few battlers <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i think they're probably regretting cutting his balls off that's for sure because he's gonna he wasn't as good as sulkham last year and um and warning the year before that um but he's not far off him and, and he's making sharp improvements and the, the sectionals are strong through the line this was a strongly run race and he's just continued to improve and um I'd say there's no issues at 3,200 metres and, and Sulkham run pretty well in this year's Melbourne Cup. So uh, he's, well. he's only third up here, so maybe they go to the Sandown race. Zipping Classic. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope so because he's a really, really likeable horse. Probably one of my favourites now.
0: All of a Even sudden, the like, Zipping Classic is looking like an outstanding race. If you, if you get Vowndecler, uh-huh. Warning, Muramasa, um, and who was the other one we said? Oh, maybe. maybe.
1: Mm. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But I, I really yes. like Camilla Master as a horse because he he was a he was doing a lot of things wrong and and he wasn't quite the finished product in as a early three year old and he's had a lot of time off and he's come back and gone bang 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 first mm. second third up and um um yeah like he, he was so strong through the line that last fifty like a I'm not a through the line eyes guy but he was strong. It changed legs through the line, you just kept going. It was awesome. Even though yep. it knocked me off on Duke de Sessa, but I didn't mind. It was pretty cool.
0: There was a bit of carnage at the top of the straight as well, but it was, was the winner, albeit. Yeah, there was a bit of Argy Bargy, push and shove, but
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, he took the he took the run that Duke de Sessa had and he had to go uh yeah. Yeah, but that.
0: he was going better than anyone Oh, so. he was
1: bolting, yeah. He he, he was, was always worries. gonna win. So Anything else out of the day as
0: well anything else out of stakes day or champions day that you want to touch on schwartz was good he um, oh, del- delivered yeah. on his sp but the race rating isn't fantastic
1: no it's a it's an average sort of race but um yeah I, I like eugenius as a horse maybe he can go back to the midweeks it's a full brother to streets of avalon um what else general bow one um that was awesome for the first time about seven i think it was 767 days or something like that and i was on and, and he's one of my it. favorite horses so i got i got um general win a race so that's one of my
0: jamie car six picks. winners after you know copping a fair bit of criticism she was out of form she's now the the leading winner the most amount of wins over the carnival of six i think jmac mac had four but good to see her back in a bit of form as well
1: yeah, well, she just can't throw them over the line. <laughs> you see, that, is a, that,
0: that is a smart-ass comment, by the way. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you see of knowledge, that was an awesome ride. I did. You know it cost me, well, it didn't cost me the early quaddie, but <laughs> yeah, it cost me a lot of money oh, in the early quaddie.
1: Am- Amakura for the Ballarat Cup, third mm-hmm. up. Um, it won the, the Queensland Oaks, I think. I think it's that one, or it ran second. Yeah, yep. won it, win? it. Yeah, Yeah, won it. It, it was only second up here massive splits through the line um pace was on here but it was way too far back strong last 800 400 everything it was and it also
0: gave them weight yeah that's it. Half
1: carried the penalty is is Ballarat cup weight for age i've got no idea uh do you know i
0: don't know you keep hmm. chatting, i'll check
1: anyway um yeah it was it was bit of a firmer, two point six percent firm on the day. It settled way too far back, and the splits were huge. It'll be third up in the Ballarat Cup, and it'll run to its peak. And I reckon it'll win. Oh, that was its peak on Saturday. So it'll keep improving. It'll run a new peak, and it'll win. Yeah, no, Ballarat Cup is a handicap, so yeah, that'll be. Doesn't matter. Damon Oliver in his last Ballarat Cup will go out a winner.
0: all right anything else you want to highlight can be on the day across the carnival highlights um, low lights oh i don't know it was a good carnival for me mm. you're one of the few that actually won so go on trumpet Bot everyone <sighs> no. is very you're just so patient and you pick the eyes through races you only have three or four bets a day and uh you've come out the other end on top which is uh, a credit to you the only reason i've come out on top and not by a long way. It should have been by more. Is because without we'll be a fight, be double. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that helped. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like it's a the spring carnival. This it's a destination. Like you can't really say anything. I think the the winner Ray Ray Magnerio has gone quite mm. well. Some good yep. splits. Um, I like that horse, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, main horse. I think the the best horse to follow out of. Saturday is Amakura. Yeah, I really, no, I like really it. Like it. I, I could probably, um, deny knowledge will will be there as well in the Ballarat cup, but, um, I think it, I think it can get it third up. I think if it's sits a little bit closer, I think it'll
0: go right past it. Yep. No, mm. awesome. All right. A few questions before we wrap up. Did we get any? We did. I don't know if you checked them all, so these some of these might uh hit you between the eyes, but we'll see what we can do. Jakey on Twitter says, should he that shall not be named in brackets, Jay Spencer, be allowed back in the land of Australia.
1: <laughs> Depends if you backed him or not. There's a lot of people that hate Jamie Spencer and probably rightfully so, but <laughs> like
0: I thought you were gonna defend him there
1: well he's ridden like one winner out of like 50 rides or something like if you're a punny you yeah, back he can
0: come him. back if he's not riding one of mine
1: yeah but um oh, I didn't it, it, you choose to back him like you, you can not back him if you don't want to. Mm. Yeah.
0: he's just he's just on horses that are in the market so often or he has been this this uh you know this time around anyway even on Brave Mead Westwind blows a few times and he to be fair some of his rides on West Wind blows haven't been that bad, but I don't think some of what? his
1: rides have been that bad. I think I think people just don't like him because he flaps his arms about. <laughs> like, yeah, I think mean, I think, I think a lot of people get
0: off put by the European technique of yeah. jockeys. It's ugly. You got to yeah, admit it, it. doesn't look yeah. nice. No, it doesn't.
1: It can't be aerodynamic either. Like the way the Australian riders do it, it's like it's all
0: no. Nah. I remember yeah. when um, Tom Marquand came down, and it was those battles between a Dave and Very Elegant, yeah. and J Mac were just sitting there on Very Elegant, like looking like his pretty self, and Tom Markman was <laughs> just like, fal- like being a spastic yeah, yeah. on a Dave, like yeah. shaking it from the six hundred, yeah, and these tough European horses just keep responding.
1: I'd love to see the in-play like um, numbers for Dave when he was running, because he'd be he'd be at hundreds at the eight
0: hundred. A Dave, yeah, I remember the the Japanese horse Danon Premium swung into the race like it was going to win by five.
1: Oh, I remember that, yeah. And A yeah, right
0: Dave's like hard under pressure and just goes bang. See you later. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a it's a fair point that a lot of, a lot of people don't actually bring up European technique jockeys. It's different. It's ugly, and it doesn't look balanced at all. So it's it's very interesting. Mm. Hefty hog. Balanipatina is more a thirteen to fourteen hundred meter horse these days. Her and Espiona Espiona Flash home. Disagree, Balanipatina. I think she's just a good horse who was, you know, snicked back to last, and she ran really well. I will agree, Espiona, I think her best distance is fourteen hundred. Yeah, she's a,
1: she's a really good horse. She Big took a wife. while to get there. People, she was, she got there she's early, and then, and then, she was a people sort of fell out of love with her because it, well, she she's was in a bit of a
0: head case yeah
1: well she does that thing with her head and people don't like that but like who cares she runs fast it's, yeah
0: you know. no both ripping horses balanipatina um her win last start to win the gee kick Stakes. she beat two everest horses so
1: mm.
0: yeah both yeah, and she should hands. have won
1: the sydney stakes too
0: oh yeah she was the clear run of the race from barrier 18 or whatever it was yeah. All right, Kent Hodder on Twitter says, have we overrated the top of our mile, slash 2,000-meter horses underrated the likes of a tissue and pride of Jenny or is it more of a case of one too many times to the well and 2,000 meters back to 1,600 meters an issue? A mm-hmm. bit of a loaded question. We've probably answered a little bit of a, already, but um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Do, do you think we've overrated the likes of Mr. Brightside, Alligator, Blood, Fangirl a little bit?
1: I don't think so. Maybe no 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 like romantic like they finished all alongside romantic warrior who's well, people love romantic warrior i think it's, mm, yeah. I, it's I don't think it's vintage but it's, it's strong like it's it's not it's not weak like that they're, they're good horses and but so is, so is pride of jenny she's a good horse she deserved to be in this race and and they gave her 15 or well, not 15 lengths but they gave her a big head start and they couldn't really win because she's a Good horse, and she's fit, and she kept running on on a track that was playing on speed. I think I think that uh, they were beaten because of pace and bad
0: rides, mm. and there, I are not think there's much else in it. I think they and underperformed a little bit. Like I yeah, think they, they a did. tissue, a tissue and This was their grand final, and they performed outstandingly in both races. And on the backup, they've gone to a new level again. I think a lot needs to be said about this backup. Like, not enough horses do it, and I read reeled off the stats before. If you followed the backup this week, you would have made an absolute stack. So, yeah, it's interesting. I think a lot of lot more horses will do it. I heard an interesting thing on the radio the other day. I'm not sure if this is completely BS or not, but you know, suggesting that mares might handle the backup better than colts and geldings because they produce their um, you know estrogen naturally like and more of it, like yeah maybe it, it's an interesting statement i I'd, I'd never thought of it like that but i don't know i like to keep it simple i don't i don't, I don't look that hard into all that stuff yeah. estrogen yeah i don't know what's got no hormones um shut up. <laughs> we got three more one of them is uh what's your biggest what if of the spring so think about that while i answer that while i ask the next two max cheatham oh uh, four thoughts on imperatures compared to the strip i know it's only i know it's only early but she's a star and five dollars for the everest could be overs. money back on sports bet if she doesn't go what's your thoughts on that
1: um Strip would probably beat her by a couple links.
0: i don't know but the question is five dollars in an everest in a year's time
1: oh next year's Everest. are you taking that
0: no 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 way why not? It's money back if you if she doesn't run. Uh, um, I guess so. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she That's she could thing. she could
1: be just like a one prep wonder. I guess like I don't know. there's like I don't know. Come it's an now. Everest. She's like you're probably gonna get. Pounds. Yeah, but like there's still gonna be horses. Like there's still gonna be. I wish I win. Giga kick. Uh, what's his name? Think about it. Mm. And private eye next year. Like she's probably gonna start four or five dollars in the actual race next year. Yeah. So if, if she's even there, I know you get your money back, but like it.
0: I It'll know. be interesting. I, I think she could well start favorite, but there's no, there's no Yeah, she probably edge. can, but she's probably no like 450 starting. favorite. Yeah, Definitely. so. Wet track, she probably doesn't really love either. The few times she has been beaten, it has been on heavy track, so yeah. All right, mm. let's go back to that question by Coop's tweets on Twitter. What is your biggest what if of the spring so far? Personally, mine is Globe why <laughs> what why he was a pretty buzzy horse everyone yeah, was excited to see he what he, was he could never do that good was he I don't know oh I don't think he ever proved that he was you know upper echelon but there was definitely a bit of buzz about him and people thought he could progress onto a wait for age superstar
1: yeah I don't know I don't really have one maybe I guess what if Imperatries went
0: to the Everest which is
1: probably what I don't know yeah. What if. Says
0: that? my biggest what if is also in the sprinter's ranks what if Giga Kick didn't get injured and what if her and Imperatures faced off a few more times hmm. is Giga Kick as good as Imperatures? I'm not sure you are about the same they're like pretty much identical I
1: think same mm. as win. So, I-, I think they're all the same
0: I think that's the real battle we've been really robbed off th- this spring, and combine the fact that Moods only brought out I wish I win a few times. Like we have the best sprinters in the world, and a few of them we didn't get to see as as often as we would have liked this this spring. So that's probably the what if for mine. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like like the horse. That's the thing though. Like the horse at the top. There's I wish I win, who's probably at peak rating is is best. Giga kicks there. No, no, um imperatures in, in is is there as well they're all like they're all like very 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 similar rated so
0: yeah we're definitely sport for choice and then you've got you know a, a ring below that you've got private eye you've got think about it you've got Ballina Patina, you've got buenos notches you have got in secret so
1: yeah that's that and, and i wish they could all go on a race and we can bet on it but you know we can't yeah. because they all want to race in
0: different races so well, it's a bit of the Volandes effect as well, keeping them in, in Sydney and, and whatnot. But uh, you know what? There's there's a good chance we see a lot of them line up in the Black Caviar Lightning stakes first up next preparation in the autumn. So that's going to be a ripper to see. All mm. right, we'll leave it there. Hopefully you had a really good Melbourne Cup carnival obviously not everyone had a profitable one if you bought you've had a fill up because you're a nerd but if you're most you've uh, backed a few favorites and you've come off second best but nonetheless we hope it's been an enjoyable week um win lose or draw you just have to enjoy this week get out and about go to the races meet some cool people it's been an absolute blast we'll be back on thursday through preview the rupert clark stakes and the rejuvenated thousand years. cheers guys The world gets still. I'm learning to fly, Bang at wings. Coming down is the hardest thing. Well, the good old days may not return. Rocks may melt and the seed may burn.